Can all Nigerians in Ukraine make it to safety? Was the delay to sign the Electoral Act Amendment worth the delay in elections? What happened during the NDLEA raid in party? Party after party. I don't know, every time I see that name, that's a song that comes into my mind. But yeah, what's behind the growing gang problem in Anambra? And how is the fuel scarcity affecting you? If you have nothing else to talk to me about, you can talk to me about fuel scarcity. Just give me a call on 0700-993-993-993. Most of us use generators. So even if you don't have a car, you have a generator. You're probably having to use fuel on your generator. How's that affecting you? How's it affecting your business? It was a big weekend, Lagos. Let's talk. Women, call us on 01465-7190. If you don't have airtime but you have some data, get on Facebook and leave us a comment. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3, YouTube Nigeria Info FM. You can also send comments to us via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Again, the number for women is 01465-7190. Now, like I said, it was a big weekend. It was also a harsh weekend for Nigerians in Ukraine. Many of them have been trying desperately to get out of the war-torn country, but it's been tough. We've had widespread reports of discrimination against Africans during evacuations. We have video of Ukrainian police refusing to let Africans get onto trains, going from cities like Kiev to the borders. We also saw video allegedly showing Polish border guards not letting Africans, including Nigerians, crossing to their country. Now, I should point out that under the UN treaties on refugees, border guards must let people cross in times of war. So the federal government swooped in. Over the weekend, we got updates from the presidency, the foreign ministry, and NIDCOM. That's the uh, Nigerians in Diaspora Commission. And they got some major wins. They got Romania and Hungary to agree to visa-free entry for Nigerians. Um, The government also organized buses to get Nigerians from specific border crossings. Um, They also arranged temporary accommodation for Nigerians arriving in Romania. And we also heard from the South African government that Nigeria was helping to coordinate the evacuation of other African nationals as well. So we were stepping up there. Proper big brother stuff. And throughout these operations, like I said, we were hearing from the government. Geoffrey Onyama, uh, the foreign affairs minister, was especially vocal. He pointed out that there were lots of Nigerians um, in Ukraine, many of whom came there for medical studies, for example. He was making that point as a way to control the global narrative about the plight of Nigerians there and make sure that our people are seen in the most sympathetic light possible. So that's our first story from over the weekend. What do you think about these reports of Ukrainian authorities stopping the movement of Nigerians or at least, at least uh, deprioritizing the movement of Nigerians? What do you think about our citizens not being allowed to cross the border into Poland, even, through, even though international law mandates it? 
And more importantly, how will you score the federal government's response? Like I said, they've negotiated free passage of our people into Hungary and Romania. They organized buses and some accommodation. They're also organizing, uh, coordinating on behalf of other African countries who don't have um, embassies. So how would you how would you um, access, assess them? How would you score them? We have a poll going on Twitter at the moment. People are responding on Twitter, so you can join there as well. But you can also call in 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. We've got WhatsApp, OHO 959-75805. And there is uh, 01465-7190 for women. Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. Good What's afternoon. your name? Good afternoon. Um, my name is Godwin. I'm coming from Lexus. Godwin, welcome. You've got one minute. Okay. What I would say is that let me go to this um, federal government trying to evacuate in Nigerians. Nigerians, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say that this is the first time uh, this government has been uh, uh, say active, you know, when it's happening like that to the Nigerians. Okay. So I would say I would say that I would score them like probably above 15 because. They are trying. They are doing their best to see that all Nigerians staying over there in Ukraine are, I know, they have been uh, moved to a very safely for them. So I score them fifty, maybe over hundred for them. Okay, fifty so, over hundred. Yeah. Thank you very much for calling. Ninety-nine point three. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Good afternoon, Jubaba. Jubaba, welcome. You've got one minute. Yeah. Um. I'm also scoring them fifty. I mean, um, it's good that they are acting fast now. Mm. And um, when the the law says everybody, not just Nigerian, mm. have this passage to any border, mm -hmm. then why are these people, you know, segregating, trying to push themselves, their own force before others? Yeah. I mean, this is not a fair one. Yeah. I mean, on your colleague show, you know, when she was saying anybody that wants to go and fight, I mean, we we all supporting what is you know happening um, backing up ukraine but if they are doing like this it's not the best right so i, I feel like that. and um, sandra please i know it's not your topic but please mm. in in a day i might even not have a chance of calling him mm. please look into this etiquette of fixing just a price to every route we're having in this country it is it is killing okay we'll talk thank about it thank you very much 99.3 hello Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Uh, my comrade. Comrade, good to have you on the show. I'm trying for Polish police, not allowing Africans. It's a racial discrimination. Mm. I'm shedding tears now. Let me suppose president for the first time. Nobody knows that oh, Russia will invade. Yes. But they have to be proactive now and release let our students and our Nigerians that want to come back to come back. Mm. Yes, I support them. Okay. Let them do anything to return my citizens back safely. And mm. they are trying. I support this drug war. I support it. But they should devise a means of not having a hoodlums. Therefore, that the, the hoodlums attack them first. Mm. I have done a protest in 2014. They were even throwing police to Olumorok stone. They did not shoot. So now they devise a means of not killing anybody again. 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much for calling us, comrade, and keeping it under one minute. All right, let's move to our second story. You can still talk about the first one, but let's move very quickly to our second story. INEC has changed the 2023 election dates because of the president's delay in signing the Electoral Act Amendment Bill. So before this weekend, the presidential and national assembly elections were supposed to happen on February 18th next year. Uh, you already knew that because um, you listen to our Road to 2023 programs here on Hard Facts uh, because we start each one uh, with a countdown. Right. So uh, if you've never listened to Road to 2023, it airs every Tuesday from five to six on the Big Hard Fact. The goal is to give you the latest news from the campaigns, but also to analyze the issues that you say are informing your voting decision. So don't miss it. It's happening tomorrow again. But back to the election dates, like I was saying, it was supposed to be February 18th for the National Assembly and um, presidential and then March 4th for the state assemblies and governorship. That's two weeks later. But INEC says that now those dates have to change. That's because under the new provisions in the Act, INEC must publish the notice of election at least 360 days before the scheduled date. And that deadline expired February 23rd. And INEC couldn't publish because the president had not signed the law yet. Now that he has signed, we don't have up to 360 uh, days between now and February 18th. So the new date for the presidential and national assembly election is February 25th. And the new date for the Goober and state assembly is March 11th. And I want to know what you think about this delay caused by the president's delay in signing the bill. Was it worth it? Is the delay of one week not a big deal in the grand scheme of things? Because it's one week. Or is it less about the length of the postponement and more about the weeks of uncertainty caused by the delay to sign without an explanation? Do you think that this has reduced some of INEC's efficiency in planning for the election? This weekend, INEC also published schedules for party primaries. They must hold between April 4th and June 3rd um, of this year. April 4th is a month and five days away. June 3rd is three months away. <laughs> Now think about this. Think about this. Under the Constitution, any political appointee who wants to contest for an elective office must resign their position at least 30 days before the primary. One month. That means that the window for interested politicians to resign their posts before the primary is closing very fast. We're seeing complaints from some of them that the time is too short, especially because the parties have not yet fixed the dates for their primaries. The parties were waiting uh, to get um, the new uh, INEC timeline before fixing their dates. And INEC was waiting for the president to sign the bill before announcing the new timelines. Normally, all of this would have been concluded months ago. So again, the question is, how much chaos has the delay from the presidency actually caused? Because we had those three weeks there that didn't need to exist. 
And was the delay worth it? Women call us on 01465-7190. Men call us on 0700-993-993-993. You can share your thoughts via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Hello, thanks for calling us. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3. Hello. 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 All right, there's no one there. 99.3. Hello. Good to have you on the show. What's your name? My name is Obina, calling from Festa. Obina from Festa. Good to have you on the show. Sandra, mm? delay is not a problem at all. After all, Jonathan postponed, postponed the election during the Senate. Okay. Delay is not a problem at all. Uh, come to uh, talk about, uh, let me talk about the Ukraine issue. Mm. Those Nigerians should come back. And they should come back and get their all right, thank you very much. 99.3, hello? Sorry about that. Call back if you can. 99.3, hello? Auntie Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. This is Mr. Frank, the Vice President of ASFA. Mr. Frank, you have one minute. Yes. They have changed the presidential date election and the House of Assembly date election, or governorship election at and then um, um, handover supposed to be on May 29, am I correct? Yes. Are they going to change that one again? No. Uh, please. Well, handover is not May 29th. Wait, hold on, I'm not sure. I don't know whether it's May 29th now or June 12th now. Remember, we've changed um, that, so I'll have to confirm, I'm not sure. Okay, if it is May 29th or June 12th, no problem. But let it be that day. Let it not cross that day so that these people will go. My own is for them just to go. Let them not change the date. Let it not pass for one day. I'm even praying for the day to be running fast. <laughs> bye, bye. Bye. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. <laughs> Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello. Hello. Good to have you on the show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? Joy Collie. Welcome, Joy. Go ahead. The delay has done some damages now. Okay. Eh? Okay. Now the day has been postponed. Eh? The people that know how to vote, where they will not look well before they vote people into power. 2023 is coming. Let them look very well before they vote. That's the, my message for them this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joy, for calling. All right, let's talk to Azu Frank. Azu is in Jakarta, Indonesia. Uh, as welcome. Sandra, I greet you. I greet you too. I, like I said, the other time, I said, let us concern our concern. It was like I was talking too much. People were laughing. We don't see her now. Racism is real. These people don't care about you. They don't. I was saying that they. Uh, I have limited time, just one minute. So people really, I could not explain or express what I was trying to say. But first, let me say this. We have to commend the federal government. They are doing great, considering the limited time and resources they have. The flying zone and, you know, no flying zone and the whole stuff. Taking people out of there is not easy. The federal government, were really, really, they did very well. Mm. The timing and everything. Mm. But as, what I was trying to say is, about the concern, our concern is, we have more that's in damning issues in our country, mm. both domestic. Look, the refugees in 
Ukraine, from Ukraine. Mm -hmm. It's about 120,000. The internally, internally displaced people in Nigeria is more than 500,000, about a million. Okay. We leave that one, the tweets, Ukraine. That was what I was trying to say that day. Okay. We should face what faces us. Have a nice day. Thank you, Azu. Azu sounds very pained. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, let's bring you another story from the weekend as well. The... Uh, NDLEA conducted a raid in the Pate area of Lagos Island. It wasn't um, a simple drug bust. It turned into a full-blown, full-on gunfight in the streets. The NDLEA says thugs loyal to the drug kingpings attacked them with bottles and guns and they fought back. Some eyewitnesses disagree. They say that the NDLEA started shooting indiscriminately in the area. Uh, there are unconfirmed reports of deaths and injuries and we're going to bring you confirmation one way or the other once we have it uh, but the NDLEA says that they have seven suspects in custody including someone that they believe uh, to be a major drug baron on the morning crossfire today sheriff spoke with Femi Baba Femi the NDLEA spokesperson he was also on hard facts last week to talk about the Abakiari arrest and um, you can listen to that interview on Nigeria Info's website nigeriainfo.fm but if if you did listen in the morning and you have thoughts on that interview, hold that thought you share with us um, after the break. If you, are, if you are an eyewitness of what happened over the weekend with the NDLEA, we want to hear from you as well. 99.3 Nigeria Info. We'll be right back. to make an actual dent in the drug business. Because let's be very honest, Nigeria has a drug problem right now. It's 29 minutes past three. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. This is the big weekend on Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. On the big weekend, we bring you the biggest stories that broke over the weekend while you were attending your Saturday and Sunday Owambes. <laughs> Like I said, if you missed the interview with Sheriff and Femi Baba Femi from the NDLEA, listen again on our website, nigeriainfo.fm. Facebook, it's also available there. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. It's also available on Instagram, Nigeria Info FM Lagos. Hello, thanks for calling us. Ah, finally. Good to have you on the show, Sandra. sir. What's your name? Good afternoon. This is uh, Chris. Chris, welcome. Yeah, the senior special advice on general duty. <laughs> Your defense minister went on training. That's why you are not hearing him calling. Who is my defense minister? The guy from First Tag now. Who? Is it Peter? Peter from First Tag now. He's our defense minister now. I, I don't... You know, election is coming next year. <laughs> so he went for call. You're using your one minute, though. Oh, sorry. Uh, quick one. Uh, after the election, we hold next year, right? Yes. Uh -huh. That may hand over the May now. It's May, yes. It's May 29th. Uh -huh. it so the, the one they want to celebrate on June 12th, that one day different. Yes. But Nigerians, like uh, Madame Joyce said, <laughs> they should shine their eyes this time. Oh. They should shine their eyes. Oh. Both high neck, both the security agents. I still have some um, this is soft landing for them, no? But please, I'm begging Nigerians, shine your eyes. Shine Thank your eyes, he says. Thank you very much for calling. Pastor Ladik Boy is on the line. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. You've got one minute. Yeah, my take is on this issue of fuel. Okay. I want to ask you a question, Sandra. Mm. How long did it take the bad fuel to circulate? 
How long did it take it to circulate? The bad swell, the bad swell to <laughs> circulate. I don't know. Why are okay. you asking? Now, the reason why I'm asking is because the bad swell circulated with speed. With speed. Now, the federal government told us that they have pushed the effect by bringing in so-so liter of fuel. Mm. As I'm talking to you now, I bought 200 naira per liter this morning. Wow. In my own area, at Orile Egomu. Wow. I bought it that amount. So what exactly is going on? Is now, the government again is coming up with another excuse again that the, the war between Ukraine and Russia may make this fuel scarcity to linger. See, when we are going to vote in 2023, those who are collecting 5,000 should be very careful. And let, them, let us vote right. All right. Thank you very much for calling. We've got a poll up on Twitter and 60.6% of those who have voted so far say that uh, the federal government's response to Nigerians in Ukraine has been awful. Hmm. Okay. While well, 28% think that the response has been average, 11.4% think the response has been good. Okay, well, get on Twitter and keep voting, or you can call into the show and also vote. 99.3, hello. Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? Iben Praise from Udilag. Iben Praise, welcome. You've got one minute. Yeah, you're, uh, concerning the Ukraine stuff, I want to advise that the federal government should not put pressure on them, though issues over there is not, it's not uh, palatable. There are borders that have been open for their escape. They should allow them to go to wherever they want to go to, just because just for them to have safety over their head. Because this case is not taking. They are going to be moving from fire, fire, fire to fire, fire, photo fire. Okay. So they should. Most of them don't want to come back to Nigeria, but they don't have a choice. Okay. Some of them have other places to hide their head. Okay. They should give them the space to go to wherever, all for their safety. That's number one. Number two, quickly, I won on your show like two months ago. I've not attended to. Okay. What did you win? On, um, on um, Amber, the tongue twister. Oh, okay. We'll get in touch with Amber and find out what's going on. That's not from us. That's from Amber. We'll find out what's going on with that. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. We've got Austin on the line. Hi, Austin. Yeah. So, let me ask Austin for me to do. Well, what I have to say is, I think this war in Ukraine should teach us Nigerians on how we take our country. Those that are still following those white people, thinking that they will be the Messiah, I think from what is happening, for those that were students that are stranded, that those white people refuse entry into their own country where they allow other whites to enter. I think this time Nigerians, Africans should come together and focus on themselves and forget about all those Europeans. I, I pray that our leaders are watching and they will do the right thing. This is how time we come together and face our problem ourselves and solve it. Earlier we do that better for us. All right. Thank you very much for calling and keeping it very short. I quite appreciate how short everyone is keeping their comments. Oloa Babatunde on Facebook says, On NDLEA drug bus, it's a welcome development. And if we don't curb this now, by the time the drug lords start fighting for territory, the rate at which they are peddling drugs in nearly every street in Lagos now is alarming. Olaole Muritala says, Creating artificial fields casting in the name of giving the government bad name, punishing ourselves. Interesting. Uh, Sandy Ojiofor says, Sandra, all Nigerians can be evacuated out of uh, Ukraine safely. Okay. Uh, Samuel Okone says, for the drugs, they should come to Badagri. Come and see small boys. 
Uh, I've lost that message. Well, thank you for messaging us. Michael and Ojo, hello. Hello. Thanks for calling. Welcome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. You've got one minute. All right. My take is on the, this uh, issue of first scarcity. Yes. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, the NNPC, I don't know exactly what they are doing, if actually they have any clue on how to handle this first scarcity. Okay. Last week, when I when it was actually coming up, I went to NNPC, Iyanosash, yeah, NNPC Iyanosash. Right. To buy fuel. They were selling 155. Okay. When it got to my turn, hmm. after buying, the, the, the attendant was telling me that, uh, what do I have to give to them? I said, what do you mean? He said, I should give them something. And after selling, uh, the, the manager that came to me, said, I was not talk, uh, talking to him. He said, did you have, you sure you told him, the word, how much did he give to you? I said, what do you mean? I should, I'm buying for the normal price. I should give you money for what? Hmm. He was not telling me, who am I? You uh -huh. can go, whatever. On top uh, whatever bribe that they're do. asking from you. Yes, who am I? Is I supposed to pay something? If not that uh, the lady have sold uh, for it to me, I was supposed to have paid so they would have removed that thing from my meter. Good Lord. Th these are the things we are facing. Good Lord. And the governor, I think they are happy now. They want to increase the repair. They want to, you are happy now. Everywhere is uh, stands still. The economy of all the states stands still now. Everybody is struggling to get for it. Michael, I'm sorry about your experience, but thank you very much for calling to share with us. Otumba Dave Adebola says, though we, uh, though we got a report initially from students that embassies that they contacted were not responding to their calls or emails, kudos to the government that they were able to, to do something swiftly. I reached them for this gesture. Joy Forever on Twitter says, NDLEA is doing well, uh, bursting drug uh, barons, but where." We are just scratching the surface. More tactic, but they need to be more tactical to avoid casualties. At least we have amended the electoral bill signed. Kudos to Buhari. We need strong systems, and any Dundee can rule. All right, Joy, forever. Thank you very much. We've got um, more messages here. Okay, we'll come back to the messages in a bit. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. Hello. What's your name, sir? Yeah, my name is Agwoma, coming from Barada. Ah, Agwoma, where did you travel to now? We've not heard from you <laughs> in a while. Ah, uh -uh. you, You've not been picking my call. I have been trying. Oh, <laughs> we have missed hearing your voice. Go ahead. Uh, okay, it's a pleasure now. Mm -hmm. um, talking about, uh, I don't think Nigeria have uh, actually done well in regards to evacuating Nigerians from there. Okay. And, uh, of course, it's not unusual. Uh, we've been sluggish in this kind of thing, even in the past. Mm. And uh, I think what they have done is just for image serving, you know. Okay. Uh, considering the fact that we have much many more refugees in, in, in Benue State than there, Okay. And what has happened to them? The federal government has not done anything for refugees in Benue State. Okay. And it's, uh, it's very sad. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much for calling. Please try and call Thank us some more. Eh? Let's not miss you so much. 99.3. Hello. <coughs> Sorry about that. Call back if you can. We've got um, comments on social media. So let's go to uh, WhatsApp very quickly and try and take as many of them as possible. Okay, they're loading because I just opened up the WhatsApp app, so they're all pouring in at the same time. So what we'll do instead is go to Anambra. Over the weekend, Anambra saw yet another violent gang clash, this time at a funeral. Lagos, I saw the video and I... Uh, 
uh, I, I had goosebumps. It happened in Ebenebe, Okanot. Uh, right in the middle of the ceremony, gunmen showed up, started shooting into the crowd to disperse it. We now have confirmation from the Anambra State Police Command that they suspect that it was gang-related activity. We're still waiting for a final count of the casualties. The video I saw had a lot of people on the ground, and I'm just hoping that all of them were not dead. This is not the first time that we're hearing stories like this from Anambra State. It seems like in the past half year or so, the level of gang activity there keeps growing. It may even start rivaling Lagos very soon. Now we're talking about it because <laughs> now from clap dance they start. If this particular trend goes unchecked, could it possibly lead to yet another case of anarchy in yet another state? Saludo has his job cut out for him. He has his work cut out for him. What's behind the growing gang violence in Anambra? I really want to hear from anyone who is from there, who travels there often, who has links and connections there. If you have your, your finger on the pulse of Anambra State, could you tell us what's causing this trend of increased gang violence? Kininemeh. What's happening? Call me on 01465-7190 if you're a woman. 01465-7190 if you're a woman. If you're a man, 0700-993-993-993. The reason we have... Stay one step ahead with the latest music. The reason we have two lines, one for men and one for women, um, is because um, we have... Even though Nigeria Info has more women listening to the station... Uh, than men, it has uh, fewer women calling into the station than men. So for every 10 calls we get, seven are men, three are women. Now imagine that those 10 are calling one line. Even though that one line has like six lines attached to it, um, all of them are more likely, you're more likely to pick a man's call every time you pick than a woman's call because you have more men calling. But if you have one line dedicated to women, one line dedicated to men, each line has multiple lines. It means that every time you pick up the, the line for women, uh, if it's three women calling, every single time you're going to hear a woman's voice. If it's seven men calling, every single time you're going to hear a man's voice. That way you're, you're hearing both sides of, of the equation. You know, and it's sweet. It's nice. It's nice to the ear. That's why we're doing that on Nigeria Info. So, yeah, let me come back to the phone lines. What do you think is happening in Anambra? Those of you who are from there, what's going on? Why is it going on? Or getting off, yo. 99.3. Hello. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Thanks for calling. Good morning. Thank you. My name is Ajulu. Ajulu, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I want to talk about um, the gang um, thing happening mm. right now. Yes. You know, that was how Boko Haram started and um, Nigerians didn't, didn't, the government actually didn't work as they are meant to work and, and, and ensure that they COVID. It is my earnest prayer that um, this gang team, the government tries to tackle it right from onset before it gets out of hands. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you very much for calling, Ajulu. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank Good you for calling. Go. What's your name? Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Yeah, Alabama is my name. Hey, <laughs> you called into the show today. Wonderful. I, I, I do call now. I do call. <laughs> yeah, I do stand up quickly. Mm, quickly. Mm, mm. First of all, concerning the NDA, concerning the action that is going on, I hope 
I hope uh, Buba Maruatu will not will never end like a bad theory. Okay. Are you getting my point? I'm, I'm praying and I'm hoping so it should not end. Okay. Or it will never end like a bad theory because trusting any government official now. Mm. Also, I'm also a government official, but trusting government top government official now. Mm. It is it is it is somehow because what Abaki Ari has done has gave a lot of people bad names and a, a lot of people I cannot even give trust to any government official now. That is why all this action is going on in the NDA. Mm. To me, I'm just seeing as a abracadabra. Because okay. tomorrow now, I don't think I can call out that Buhamara also has done this kind of something. Mm. Where are we going to? So that is it. And the issue of Anambra, I want to appeal to the leadership of the Hindi good. I know you're also from there. Mm. You should please call these guys in order. They are clamoring for presidency 2023. Mm. These are what people will want to use against the egos. Mm. I wouldn't like to them. They should call themselves, talk to their children. The way it's going is dangerous. Thank you very much for calling, Alaba. We've got uh, Obioma Odo calling us from the U.S. Obioma, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you, Sandra. How are Thank you doing today? I'm very well. Thanks for calling. Yeah, Sandra, uh, kudos to Maro on the job he did trying to cover all these illicit drugs. You know, he's a big menace. Yes. Sandra, I got the shock of my life last year when I visited Nigeria around June. Okay. So I grew up in Igondo side. So I visited with my friends. You know, we're hanging out with friends, drinking in a bar mm. in the night. Mm. The bar. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends, the guy sitting right close to me, he mm. talked to the other one. He said, oh, boy, I did drink. You know, the shackles make we do this. The other one said, okay, let me call one of my boys to bring uh, something. No, I was just by the side listening. Mm. He made a call. I'm telling you, Sandra, in the next 10 minutes, guess what happened? Because what? that place was a little bit dark. Okay. My niece, the guy whose parents always call me to send school fees, he's supposed to be in Unilag. Uh, I pay his school fees. Probably uh, he didn't know I'm in town. Uh, he didn't know I visited. Uh, he was the guy selling the drugs to them. He came. He was shocked when he saw me there. Your nephew was, was the supplier. I'm telling you, Sandra. I mean, the guy, the guy, my friend who I was buying drink for, who made the call, hmm. Was shocked to say, ah, Do you know this guy? Now, my boy, you now the guy where they supply me, I cannot even explain to him that this is my niece. He said, Uncle, when did you come back? This, I was dumbfounded. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was like, Sandra, mm? it will get to everybody. Let us, I mean, and you have to do better, honestly. Thank you very much for calling mm-hmm. Obioma. Wow, that's not a story. I mean, it's 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 funny, but it's also not funny, you know. But my God, my God, my God. Okay. Um. Someone on WhatsApp says, "Did anyone use Boko Haram against the North when Buhari contested? Did anyone use militancy against Jonathan when he contest when he ran? Did anyone use uh, OPC against Obasanjo? Every region in Nigeria has had its own crime and insecurity problems, and we don't say that this disqualifies." people from that region from running for president ah interesting this reminds me of the argument i'm always making when some of you will call and say oh are you seeing see the women that we even gave office see them stealing money and i'm always saying men steal money it doesn't disqualify them from running for office or being elected so you know why do we use that argument when women are in office and steal money and we say see we're giving them chance they didn't do well 
but let's not deviate. Let's come to WhatsApp. Uh, Prissy in Satellite Town says, uh, we need to talk about electricity tariff. One day we will. And in, uh, incidentally, today, this evening, 5 p.m., we'll talk about electricity, but we're not talking about electricity tariff. But we could talk about electricity tariff uh, within the course of the conversation because if the National Assembly manages to uh, move electricity to the concurrent list, um, uh, things like tariff will then uh, you know, be up to the state governments and the distribution companies to legislate upon, um, settle on, agree on, etc., etc. So we may discuss tariffs, but I'm sure we'll not discuss it in a way that Prissy wants us to discuss. Let's come back to more messages from WhatsApp. Omar Michael from Sangota says, as for me, I'll score the federal government 10% because they heard about what might happen between Russia and Ukraine. They should learn from India that made arrangements before the war started. In Nigeria, if the road is not destroyed, they won't think of repairing it. Okay. President Sandra, uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, whew, I'm trying to take nice messages because you know, people on WhatsApp can be very inflammatory. <laughs> President Sandra, my heart goes out to Nigerians in Ukraine. I salute the General Buba Marawa-led NDLEA owing to the various drug-related busts made so far, the recent being that of Pate in Lagos Island. I was a little boy when Buba Marwa was the administrator of Lagos, and he did very well by bringing criminals to their knees. When he was announced as the head of NDLEA, I just knew that he'll perform if given free hand. But I just want to say that when we have these kind of competent hands, we should give them bigger responsibility, like, say, the Minister of Defense, so we can wipe all this menace of insurgency all over the north and everywhere. Benevicta from Ajibode uh, Street in Ojojo, Lagos. Thanks very much for calling. 99.3, hello? Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? This is Anne from Makoko. Welcome, Anne. Go ahead. Yeah, um, about the gangsterism and Togwe and the killings going on in Anambra State. Mm. It's not only in Anambra State. Even in Enugu State, my place. Okay. But all the Boland. Okay. All the Boland. Okay. Since the Kano came into the picture. Okay. That all these things started. Okay. When Masob was agitating for Biafran State, Wazrike hmm. was their leader. All this story and telling is never happening. She was following the due process, going to International Court of Justice to seek for the independence of Biafran. Hmm. And it was going quite well. But since Nandakano came with his hatred for the Fulanese and the Buhari, everything turned worse. And worst of all, all mm. this is talks that he called uh, IPOP mm. members. Mm. Those jobless things that drink Ogogo and Kai Kai, mm. they have no job. They have nothing to do. Mm. They started this killing that when I went to my village in Enugu State in mm. 2019, mm-hmm. if you say anything in favor of Buhari, mm. they want to kill you, lynch mm. you. Mm. They call you saboteur. Mm. You are this and that. Mm. But what, what of it all is that instead of them to, if if you want to be a rebel, then fight the government forces, the army. You go into the bush like the rebels do in other countries mm. and fight the government forces. Mm. But instead, these IPOB members, these thugs, are killing their own people. Mm. Those those kind of uh, stay at home on Mondays. Mm. If you open your shop, they will either destroy your shop or kill you. Is that the way to go? 
And thanks very much for calling. We've got Adeshino who says, talking about racial abuse, uh, on Twitter he says, talking about racial abuse, uh, what that filling station operator did to that caller of yours, is that not an abuse? Or what type of abuse is that? It is actually an abuse. It's corruption and it's not a government official doing that. It's it's a, He's probably a Nigeria info listener, probably waiting to call me and insult the government. Uh, Adeshino says, if we have this kind of treatment being meted out on our own as a allowed by bad governance won't they racially abuse why wouldn't they racially abuse us from outside well there's still no excuse for them to racially abuse us uh, outside but point taking 99.3 hello hello president sandra good to have you on the show sir what's your name yeah my name is samuel i'm calling you from uh, Buffalo. welcome I, samuel. I went there to buy swear oh, okay so uh-huh. how how Please, how far uh, how far the four did buy are you in line yeah, I'm on queue now. Uh, one uh, Kavik oil and gas. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, uh, I appreciate what you are doing mm. and everything. I listen to your program often and all that. But I want to apologize to you on something. Please, just kindly help us, Nigerians, to do this. Okay. So many people have passions for this country. They want to be in this country. They want things to change for this country. But... Most of them, you, you ask them, they don't have PVC to make that change. They don't have PVC. They don't even know how to go about it. So I will appreciate a situation whereby maybe there should be a, maybe one more minute. I mean, I mean, I said one minute. Uh, let me 10 seconds apart regarding it, telling them how to go about it, either online or other, how they will go from their vicinity and all that. Mm-hmm. So they will get this orientation. We might not achieve this once, but we will get there. Okay. Get there over time. So I appreciate it a lot regarding what um, Ukraine, what they are doing in Ukraine. I have had positive response from the Nigeria government. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that a lot. And I, I suspect most of our citizens there, they are having a a kind of comfort and confidence in the country. And the other time I wanted to contribute on the delay on uh, uh, the electoral, the, the electoral appeal and all that. Provided so the election is going to come by that same February mm-hmm. and the handover will be on that May 29 mm-hmm. or June 12 as the case may be. It's May 29. Provided it's not shifted. Mm-hmm. It's not shifted. Mm-hmm. So it will be equal. Mm. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, if you just tuned in, we're bringing you all the big stories that broke over the weekend, the biggest ones at least. Uh, we've talked about uh, the federal government's efforts to evacuate Nigerians from Ukraine. We've talked about the NDLEA's raid on Lagos Island. Uh, we've talked about INEC rescheduling the elections because of the delay in signing the Electoral Act. Uh, we've talked about gang violence in Anambra State and says it's in a lot of states in the East, actually. And uh, we've, uh, uh, we, we've talked as well about fuel scarcity. Uh, how's that one affecting you? How, how's that one biting you? At least that one will bite all of us personally. We all have generators. We all have most of us. Um, well, okay, not most of us. Some of us have cars. Most of us have generators. Um, even if you don't have a car, how much are you paying as transportation uh, now that you're moving from left to right with uh, increased fuel, fuel prices? We'll take another break. When we come back, I'll keep taking your calls and then we'll bring you Madam Landlord. Oh, Madam Landlord, today, let's talk about Legal State's monthly rental scheme. Don't go away. 
Alright, Lagos, let's talk. We've got uh, people complaining that my male-female line is wrong. My dear, you go cry, Taya. It's here to stay. Get over it. Chimezia from Fort Collins says, This unrest uh, in the East or Anambra State all started with Nnamdekano and IPOB. No doubt, crime has been in the East, but it has never been this high. The escalation of IPOB and Nnamdekano's campaign brought all of this. Chimezia uh, is in the U.S. Thank you very much for your message, Chimezia. Sandra, I can't wait to hear how AI will cause the end of the world. <laughs> Emmanuel from Nike. All right, Emmanuel. Uh, Kingsley Benny Bob from Ajaz says that we are not serious people. I wonder what stories are uh, informing that opinion. Uh, Anne says, someone says that Anne should be called in for questioning because she has info of those who attack people in Anambra. <laughs> okay. Sandra, slowly but surely, Nigerian government stylishly internalizing fuel scarcity into our lives, thereby technically removing subsidy. That is why they are now saying Ukrainian-Russia crisis cannot enable them bring fuel. Can you smell a rat? Bengani Kurudu with that statement. I've actually not seen an official source saying that thing. I've seen it on social media, but I can't confirm that the government actually said that or the NNPC actually said that. I've not seen an official source saying it. I'm not saying it, it, it's not true. I'm just saying that personally, I've not seen an official source say that. But um, I do know that the rise of um, uh, fuel pri- um, oil prices means that we're going to pay more in subsidy, um, which means that um, we could maybe pay more uh, for fuel. But all of that is down the line, hopefully. It's not something that we're experiencing right now and it looks like it may be very different from what's happening with the fuel scarcity. But let's bring you business news and then Madam Landlord. Don't go away.